Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, are you doing an episode tomorrow? Check, check, check. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, I can't believe this is almost Can I come kick it for that? Yeah, if you want to in the morning. Yeah, I'm not really planning on doing much tomorrow, so. Yeah. Or well, we I'm, just I'm not skiing. Them. I might, I might. That'd be I gotta sick. get some work done in the morning, but. we run it tonight? We could just, but we're gonna be really, we're gonna be away from the fire for a while if we do. Yeah. I mean, you guys. Can you can keep it. You can keep it separate. Yeah. yeah, we can keep it separate. We'll just do it tomorrow morning and just like hope that we're not like too exhausted for it. I won't be. I'm Is any? Did, I guess like a lot of your crew left already, huh? Yeah, a lot of people are gone, dude. Damn. Really just I feel like it would have been. You should have like done the mammoth recap like two nights ago or something. With everyone, Somebody I need more it. of these microphones. What? Some of our best nights have been the past couple. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Honestly. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm, I'm kind of stoked to shout out all the snowboard homies. All right, we ready? We ready to run this? I'm gonna yes, give kind sir. of. A, I'm gonna give like a longish intro for this. Yeah, do whatever you gotta do. Okay. You spark this one yeah, you can spark it yeah, whenever. Yeah, just, you gotta be quiet when they're. Yeah. yeah. Good. That's uh, uh, fucking. Thumbs up. All right, word. Two planker podcast. We're back in the RV. We got David Cole and let me give a little history lesson. So back in January of 2021. David posted on New Schoolers. Hey everyone, I'm starting up this new company. The idea is ski trading cards. And at the same time, I was starting a podcast. So I hit up David and I was like, Yo, dude, I don't know you at all. I don't know what I'm doing. You probably don't know what you're doing either. Let's do a podcast about your new ski trading card company. And so there was born the third episode of Two Planker Podcast ever with David. And all these years later, now we're here at Mammoth for one of the craziest winters ever. In July, David, thank you for joining us. Absolutely, yo, thanks for having me on. Um, it's been super, super fun building scards and watching Two Planker develop and like sharing contacts and yeah, just being a part of the ski community together. And now we're just kicking it in Mammoth, living it up, summer skiing, partying. It's been a blast. So yeah, stoked to be back on. Yeah, this is almost like an internal episode where it's just the homies because. I mean, dude, Dave, it almost feels like David and I have grown up together in skiing just because it's like, oh, yo, do you have the contact info for this person? Yeah, 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 yeah. let me give you their email or their phone number. Oh, yo, like, I'm going to put you onto this guy. Oh, perfect. And it's just been that for, let's see, like, over two years at this point. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> also, like, low-key been using Ethan's podcast as, like, market research. <laughs> um, yeah, and just great, great material to pass long drives, so. yeah. Hell yeah. Dude, this has just been, oh God, I'm, I really want to do just like the recap because we've been having so much fun, but we'll focus on scars. Like it has been so fun being here and I, and I, we arrived in Mammoth and we're definitely going to do a recap because we give the audience no context for us being in Mammoth. <laughs> and, uh, I hit a, I was like, oh David, this place is sick. And then after a few days of being here, I told him, I was like, dude, how have you lived here for four years? Yeah. <laughs> I won't like spill too much just because I'll leave that for the Mammoth recap episode. But the crew has been tearing up town, honestly. Like, yeah. For those of you who have spent time in Govey, Mammoth is like barely like stricter than Govey. Like, Govey's yeah. completely lawless. Mammoth is just mostly lawless. And yeah. uh, 
yeah, Ethan, Ryan, Steve, and the rest of the crew has been been making that very, very clear. <laughs> also, the mosquitoes in here are so bad. Yeah. Holy yeah, shit. this is a nighttime episode. The skeeters got into the RV pretty bad. And also, for context, the the audience today is Ryan Barrick and Steven Siska. Siska is new to the show. Siska, say what's up. What up, what up? How's it going? <laughs> yeah, we've been having fun. You're kind of right. This is like govy in some ways in which there's no rules, but also like real people live here that have careers. So it's like the lawlessness of govy mixed in with like people from LA that are like, oh yeah, like I work remote and it's been like a few years, you know, COVID really changed everything, but we, we really landed on our feet in a nice way. Yeah. So it's just full of like normies mixed with like kooks and like, yeah, there's a lot of shit going on here, but we're going to cover that, but we're going to cover scards. Yes, sir. All right. Scards. The last time we spoke... On the microphone. Let me see. I believe it was summer last year, perhaps? No, no, no. It was January of last year, I think. Let me see. 2022. So our first interview was episode three. And then our next interview was episode 32. And now we're at episode 81 with you. So it's been quite a while. Episode 32 to 81. A lot of stuff has happened. Um, We saw each other at X Games. That was pretty cool. Yeah, shout out Ethan. Uh, I came into X Games having like no idea what really the deal was there. It turns out it's a kind of a poorly organized music festival on snow, and uh, <laughs> Ethan Ethan had a Ethan had a media pass, so he was helping out me and uh, my business partner Sean, who's been running the borders trading cards with me, and uh, we were like storing stuff back there and poaching some of the pizza and some Gatorade. So yeah, thanks again, Ethan, yeah. for that. Dude, that was the first time we met in person. It's just. Just the magic of the podcast, dude. Just seeing people in person after all these years, it's, uh... Hell yeah. It was tight. And, uh... Honestly, Aspen, you think of it as, like, a party town? We didn't get to party once, because neither of us couldn't afford to stay in Aspen. Yeah, we were crashing on... We were sleeping... Me and my buddy, Sean, were sleeping on, uh... Bouldering crash pads in someone's basement in Basalt. Um, got the job done, and... But, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'll go back to X Games. It was super fun, but... It's kind of hectic. Yeah, dude. Every time I've stayed at X Games or gone to X Games, I've stayed in Glenwood Springs. And anybody knows about Glenwood Springs, that is not near Aspen. That is an hour away without snow. And uh, if you're going out and getting drunk, it's hard getting back. But that's a perfect segue into your new business venture. You have snowboarder trading cards now, David. Tell everybody about that. Oh, yeah. So (laughs) uh, I mentioned it, I guess, briefly in that last last episode. Yeah. been working with a homie, Sean Neary. Uh, maybe we'll get him on the podcast one of these days. And uh, yeah, it's been a blast. Um, he's super well connected in the snowboard world, passionate, like has good creative visions and everything. So we have put out three packs now, uh, working on another pack, and that'll wrap up the first season of Borders. Um, really looking forward to like developing that because... It's like all the growing pains all over again, but a lot more confidence and uh, just like structure. I don't know. Like we, I've learned a lot with <clears throat> running scards the past three years, almost three years now. Um, so super hyped to like get borders at the same level of scar, same level as scards, and then yeah, like just have them have them meet up and be a little more cohesive. I don't know, like. I'm being I'm being vague. I don't mean to be vague about that. I'm I'm looking forward to like scards and borders being uh, names that are like associated together. You know, it's like yeah. people people know about both. It's not like oh, are you making borders to trade? You have snowboarding cards. Oh, do you have ski cards? It's like yeah, like we 
we got both. It's the same operation going on here, and yeah. Which is a cool turn of events because I feel like at this point, people know what scards are. You know, do you feel like it's turned it's turned that leaf where you're like, oh, I run scards, and they're like, instead of like, what the fuck is that? You're like, they're like, oh yeah, like my buddy's on a card, my my favorite pro's on a card. Like, I feel like more than often people know what you're talking about now. Yeah, definitely. Um, One moment. <laughs> Damn, Ryan is Ryan is struggling over there. <laughs> All right. Yeah, continue. So, like, do you feel yeah, like people um, generally know what scards are now in the ski community? Yeah, I definitely have um, gotten a bit more confident with that, and like, really good. Um, what what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it's been well received by the community, and also. I've just gotten some praise from people that means a lot and it's super motivating. Um, Meeks has been in town a bunch this spring and he was like, yeah, dude, the, the scards were a big hit at Kimbo. And I was like, that's awesome that's to hear. Like, so I love sick. hearing that. Ferdy posted, like, he had a bunch of scards. Um, that was just, like, cool to see. And, yeah, shout out Kim for, like, putting him, I heard he, like, put him in everyone's room or something. Um, so when they pulled oh. up, there was, like, a bunch of, bunch of goodies on everyone's, like, I guess, like, table in their room i don't really know the layout for kimbo but um yeah so like that was pretty cool to see and uh have spoken to some people in the industry that um i'm just like really excited to feel like i'm like friends with them or like gonna business like partner up with them at some point and yeah i'm excited dude we made it bro this is like (laughs) like for real yeah cheers to to that cheers to that that, brother confidence is, is key dude just from the beginning it's uh it's been awesome to see this grow and i think you know there's a lot of theories about when stuff catches on but like when i go like when i saw tanner in the parking lot i'm like yo tanner i need you to sign this scarred he's like hell yeah brother and we're talking about like your product yeah you know, like it's like the like if i'm gonna get an autograph now or like something for the studio or even the van right now it's like i'm using your product dude you know, like you're the For guy. Sure. It's not, I'm not going to grab a poster. That's too big. Just give me the little trading card. Yeah. And no, like, that's the go-to. Keep them in your pocket. Like yeah. they fit in your wallet too. You know, it's yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. It would, yo, Tanner being in town was sick. He was on cloud nine and like, it almost like, I don't know. At one point he was like grinning so big at the top of the park. It was just like a beautiful summer day. And he was just like, skiing is so good for mental health, man. Like I'm on cloud nine, right? I'm feeling so good. And like, I was already in a great mood and I was like, holy shit hell yeah tanner yeah. like it is beautiful out here and yeah. we are having a blast <laughs> um dude tanner being around is just in the chaos of these two weeks cisco has been here for two months now you've been here for four years tanner just running around is the cherry on top of how <laughs> how insane this place has been lately hell yeah. okay back on track back on track <laughs> all right, all right. you've done a couple key okay <laughs> company's doing great company's doing great it feels like i've watched you grow into yourself and it, it looks great doing a couple key collaborations let's talk about the inspired one before we talk about any of the others what was it like pulling that together that was definitely um <laughs> a headache at times as one could imagine just like yeah. getting a bunch of people who've been out of the game so to speak for that long major shout out to eric Ibrig though um we started talking about doing this while i was driving back out west in october and uh, if it was up to Iberg, it would have happened in, like, 48 hours. Like, he's so on top of everyone and, like, easy to just chat with, um, super organized. So that was great. If anything, I was the one who was, like, busy and it was snowing a lot here. So I was just not on top of my shit. But, yeah, that was 
<laughs> not the easiest pack to get together, but I'm hyped that I did like make that happen. And um, yeah, what I don't know. I'm I'm actually kind of speechless about that. I mean, just look at the list of people: Skogan, Tanner Hall, Sean Pettit, Dash, Dave Crichton. <laughs> There's so many, dude. There's so many the great people. The best was like I would like the Cali P card is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, when I had the lineup finalized, I would like send it out to some people and just gauge their response. And it was pretty funny seeing like who is super hyped on a name that isn't like hasn't been putting out content for a while. Like yeah. one of my, I remember someone from back east was like, I think it was Chris. If you're listening to this, he was like Ionic B. Like he was so hyped yeah. on. And then like just bit by bit, I'd see who who's like big dog, big dog was their favorite. You know? Yeah, yeah. Dude, it's just okay. <laughs> in the the ad campaign for that scards pack was like relentless. Yo, not that, in a bad way. The but like, P-bone reel is yeah. still. I gotta like turn off notifications from that post. Yeah, that post is insane. I haven't pulled up right now. How many views does that have, dude? That has quite a few. You can't see it on on desktop, but we're watching it right now. Oh, it's him and is this? <laughs> I believe it's at like 117. Yeah, dude, this shit's hilarious, bro. This goes on for way longer than I thought it did. It's the scene from the Nas movie, like Belly. That is too funny, dude. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> That's ill, dude. Dude, the, the, the most... Well, my bad, I just knocked the mic. Uh, the most fun part about making those reels, too, is just, like, Iber giving me full reign over, like, whatever segment I wanted to use and chop up. And, uh... Okay, shout out to the the Rory Silva cannibal like uh, cannibal eating his girlfriend like in reverse, a bunch of black and white shots from back in the day in Mammoth. Um, that segment was wild and like I enjoyed using that for some marketing material and then uh, using uh, the Ender of One from the from the Be Inspired film. Yeah, like that Ender is so yeah. It's literally on the TV. We literally right were now. watching it immediately before this episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just the Ender on that down tube is like so nostalgic, like not nostalgic, but like I just remember rewatching that over and over and yeah. over again. Um, so yeah, chopping up that and using that to market the pack was cool. Um, what else? What else? What else did I do to advertise that? I guess the graphics were just fun. The graphics like, were sick. Dude. Rasta is yeah. just a good color scheme to work with. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so sick, and you did the layout really well on the on the IG. Yeah, man. I was. Uh, oh, yeah, that seemed yeah, like yeah. when I was looking at that, I was like, yeah, the David's going big now with the, with the inspired pack. That was huge. Yeah, that felt that felt good. We also, also did the level one pack too, which was pretty big. Yeah, that was. Similar level of excitement for sure, because I like, while I've gone back and watched a lot of inspired films, like that was before, I guess I was like really paying attention to the free ski world, um, especially like the early 2000s stuff. But level one was like all those films, like refresh, I trip after dark. Like I had those on my iPod nano and just watched them over and over again. So like similar, like feeling of success making both packs. Yeah. 
Yeah. Dude, so happy for you. This is so sick. And then on top of all this of all this success within Scards, Mammoth had like a, a season that's like gonna be remembered probably for the rest of your life. Like if there's a snow season that tops this, it's gonna be like it might kill the entire wanna, town. I don't want to shovel it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> if t- there is, but just to document history, just a tad, because it was it was like a historic year for snow. Could you tell yeah. everyone a firsthand account of what it was like living here for a year? Where it got how many inches of snow did you guys get? Uh, over seven hundred, I think like seven thirteen or something. I gotta, I gotta check. And then of course people like argue about how oh that was measured at Main Lodge versus Canyon. Like yeah, yeah. So yeah, whatever. But yeah, over seven hundred inches. Um, First hand account. I mean, like being able to like jump off a like two and a half story roof, yeah, and have it not have it be like a mellow little hit in your driveway. Basically, like there was just yeah, const. You were living in a snow globe. Um coming home every day being like i just skied the deepest snow of my life and people being like yeah you you've been saying that all week and then it's like yeah well it just keeps snowing yeah um yeah no i mean i have a wood-burning stove with a blower for the, so the living room in my place gets nice but my bedroom was so damn cold i remember facetime my parents and they were like we can see your breath in your room <laughs> on the facetime in your room they were like my mom was like kind of getting worried and my dad's just laughing yeah. um but yeah, it was like definitely really cold. So worth it though. Um, you do go crazy. Ate a lot of fro. I think I ate more frozen pizza this winter than I did in all of college combined. Yeah. And um, yeah, you're just so tired. You just shovel, go to work, shovel a bit at work, maybe ski if the lifts are running, which they weren't for like a lot of the winter. Go home, shovel more. If you have the energy to go out, go out and come back and then have to shovel before going to bed. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Dude, every single local we've talked to, even the ones that moved here during COVID, and you moved here slightly before COVID, so you're excluded from that. But, um, like, all the LA heads were like, yeah, if I, like, I would be happy to never have to shovel again in my entire life. Everyone is saying that shoveling was, like, the defining feature of living here yeah. during the winter. Is that true? Yeah, definitely. I mean, even with, like, luckily our neighbor has a, one of the Kubota, like, Bobcat snow or whatever, like, the snowcat removal machines. He's on it, but we still got to dig our porch out our stairs and, like, yeah, 700 inches speaks for its. I guess it doesn't, actually, if you haven't yeah. experienced it, because, yeah, it does not speak for itself. Um, White wall. It's the, just madness. The town madness. was literally closed yeah. off from the rest of society, right? Like, there were there was, like, a yeah, week or two. Yeah, the highways were shutting down. Like, I went to... Like, no one in or out, correct? Yeah, I went to a wedding... Uh, my cousin got married like second weekend of January and had to leave and come back during like the this one crazy cycle that was hitting us and uh, barely made the flight because the highway had been shut down for like a few hours prior and then on the way home I actually got stuck for two and a half days down in Bishop which is like at four thousand feet roughly or forty five hundred and then Mammoth is at like nine so if it's dumping at Mammoth it's probably just raining down there. Wow. So the the plane landed, but then I was just stuck at the homie's place in Bishop. Shout out, Nick. Oh, was, so you got boxed out of town for a while. Full, yeah, fully boxed out of town for two and a half days. And, like, <sighs> you'd pull up, try to, like, talk to Caltrans guys. And, like, sometimes they were, like, in an actual position to give you some info. And then other times it was just, like, some kids in high school. They were, like, I don't know. Like, They're, like, dude, <laughs> you're I'm, not, just wearing, I'm just wearing a neon shirt. Yeah, I yeah don't know what exactly. I'm doing. <laughs> so, yeah, just stranded down there. Um yeah, it was it was insane winter. How many houses <laughs> got crushed? Like just you dude, know. let's let's jump right past that and talk about houses exploding because <laughs> people don't dig out their propane tanks. Yeah, yeah, dude. Let's. I'm get re- it's actually that. like I shouldn't be laughing about it because some people got hurt, but 
there was one instance uh, where no one got hurt, and I believe the house was just like on fire over by Eagle, and it looked like a bomb went off on it because like the the lifts like were spinning the next day, and there was just this smoldering house That's from insane. someone not digging out their propane tanks. Yeah, but in all seriousness, um, some people did get really hurt in an incident prior to that one, um, and yeah, it's something to be taken seriously. Dig out your propane tanks. Yeah. Dude, do these kids even go to school, like, all winter? Like, all the kids that went to school up here? Shout out Big Air Rare, and he went to school Dude, up here. Dude, I think... Not that during this year, but, you know. I think that, I mean, um, could be wrong, but Zoom has, like, ruined snow days, to my knowledge. I don't know what the deal dude, is in now. Being a kid today probably, should, probably sucks, dude. No snow days? I know. They're like, oh, we'll just, just hop get on, on Zoom. Zoom. I get, like, Snapchats yeah. from my cousins, and their kids are, like, just sitting at the coffee table or whatever, the, like, the dining room table, just on Zoom. Yeah. But they're like so they're like they look so little to be like taking like a call, you know? Like, yeah, it's, oh, yeah there's something kind of out of place. Like, hey, little Billy's on the Zoom meeting. Everyone yeah, be quiet. Exactly. He's got to talk about what happened in Q2. Yeah. yeah. And meanwhile, he's just learning his ABCs or whatever bullshit they're teaching. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, dude. Wow. Yeah, that's um, that's something. And I just want to like just so from the Utah perspective. My ex-girlfriend, we were together at the time, and, like, all the talk in Utah early season was like, oh, last year was so great. There's no way we can top it. It's November. Where's all the snow? Wah, 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 wah. And then all of a sudden they got the best winter of their lives. So were there some, like, rumblings here at the beginning of the season? Like, oh, like, you know, maybe it might be mellow? Or was it, like, insane from the jump? Uh, Yeah, I guess there were some rumblings. I'm not going to sit here and, like, tell you something from like farmer's almanac or like yeah. el nino la nina because like half the time it doesn't like i don't know Fake. but but <laughs> allegedly the one thing you can count on is like if the southern hemisphere gets a crazy season that historically uh crazy seasons in the northern hemisphere have immediately followed that so everyone was talking about like new zealand having a big year and being like oh i don't believe that it's going to be a dry winter i think it's going to be a huge one and like I was like, yeah, I'm on board with that. Like, bring it on. Let's go. And sure enough, it started snowing real early. Pretty big storm. First day of the season was a powder day. I was on Andy's deviations because I don't think I even had skis mounted up. It just, like, hit that quickly. Or no, no, wait. I drove back from my cousin's wedding and uh, I didn't have chains in my car because I had been back east. I didn't think I would, like, need them getting back in, like, mid-October or whatever. And then had to buy chains and they, they're charged so much down in Bishop, obviously. You know, like, everyone's coming up from L.A. and doesn't know that there's even chain control, so they, they can just price gouge. And uh, ended up having to buy these cape, like cables for my minivan and drive up, parked in my driveway. And I remember opening the door. Luckily, my driveway's, like, downhill, so I was at least able to just get it in and be like, all right, I'm home. I'll dig it out another day. Yeah. Pushing the door open, and it was, the snow was, like, halfway up. In October? In October. Or, like, I, maybe not halfway, but, like... A quarter of the way up the door of the van when I pushed it open. Yeah. Just for reference. <laughs> just, for, just for reference. Yeah. David's telling a story from October 2022, and it is now July 2023. Skiing and we're, and we're considering snow. this the same season of skiing. That's yeah. a 10-month season, dude. We're different people than we yeah, were. I'm not going skiing tomorrow, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah. yeah. Talk about behind the scenes. At this point, we are not skiing anymore. We just wake no, up and we're like, no. what are we doing today? Because we're Go- sure as shit today not skiing. Going skiing this time of the year is like going to the skate park. You're yeah. like, yeah, swing by. <laughs> yeah, we're skiing like an hour a day. Maybe hit point. a few rails. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, 
It's just so hot. It's so damn hot, dude. It's fucking hot. She's hot. She's. <laughs> Yo, um, this whole trip, yeah. these fools have just been like cracking hood trip, like Spring Fast references. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sounds funny. <laughs> no, dude. Shouts out Barkley. Yeah, out, there's a little Barclay. cult forming over here. Be yeah. careful of these boys. Dude, oh my god, talk, and girls. Dude, we're really getting into the weeds of the behind the. Uh, you are camp. Yeah, dude. We have, yeah, I mean, me and Ryan have basically spent the last two months together with a, only a few weeks in between where I bought a van. But, um, holy crap, dude, we are turning into a group of gypsies that just go into town and raise hell. <laughs> raise hell on town. Like, not to a small degree. Yo, all right, then, if like, we're going to talk about this. And then scamper back into the woods like nothing happened, dude. And we've <laughs> yeah. also moved camp twice. <laughs> If anyone's played Red Dead Redemption 2, it's like pretty much like that. We're like a gang of outlaws that changes camp as needed. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, but David's the local. Let's hear his perspective on our All right, music. yeah. You might just want to put this one in the Mammoth recap episode, but yeah. I have to tell this. Like, yeah, go ahead. All right, so um, Mammoth summer weekends they have live music in the village and it's like each weekend's like a theme or a country night like country nights because it's Friday Saturday and then like jazz fest right like next weekend's reggae fest and uh so super out of pocket especially considering the genre but it was jazz fest this past weekend jazz night night. the the night the night starts out with steven pulling up with three cigs in his mouth (laughs) and like <laughs> I think like a PBR in one hand and a key light in the other just rolls up and like hands out the cigs and then like the boys take a photo just ripping bogues in front of a secondhand smoke sign on the back of the town trolley and I was like damn like Ethan said talk about scampering in and out of the woods these fools scampered out of the woods already wrecked so then so then like there's we no there's no outside there's no outside alcohol allowed in the village but like we said earlier Mammoth is like laws are kind of optional until you get caught you know like it's a little bit more strict than govy but not by much and uh the whole crew is just boogieing and we there's probably what like 30 to 35 people deep including all the snowboarders that have been camping yeah with you guys. now that we merge camp we're probably 20 to 30 deep i'd say but at yeah. jazz night we roll we roll raw we only bring, we only bring <laughs> the essentials. Raw. there's probably a dozen of us at jazz night you know just That's the one van, yeah just, <laughs> no actually we could actually we loaded up one van with nine people and then we met people there so i'd say confidently at least a dozen people in our crew at yeah. jazz night. So imagine a night that's like typically like older heads, families, just like really relaxing and like there there's a sound ordinance, I'm pretty sure, at ten o'clock. Like it's this is not typically a rowdy <laughs> situation at all. And there is like thirty plus skiers and snowboarders living out of rigs in the woods. Like I, I shit you not, headbanging to jazz music and just, like, crushing cans and ripping cigs, like, just, like, right there in the town, like, the little village square. It's, like, yeah. this quaint little gift shop area. Like yeah. We've met every security yeah. guard at every establishment we've been to. Yeah. Courtesy of our good friend, Tuan. Yeah. yeah, also, like, half the fools in this group don't even have, like, IDs with them. Oh, I completely forgot about it. Half of our crew has passports that they don't bring they're like, I have a photo of my birth certificate yeah, shout out. on my Android yeah. from high school. It's yeah, like, dude. dude, shout out Matt Donahue bringing his birth certificate to the bar as a form of yeah. ID. And the bouncer goes, it doesn't have your height on it. Of course it doesn't, bro. It's 
was all right they're not they're not exactly uh the most intelligent <laughs> yeah yeah if you're bouncing a mammoth bar but yeah yo shout out yeah shout out that bouncer at tanner hall that asked for height on a birth certificate and then shout out the fake tanner hall bouncer yeah the, the bouncer looks just like dollar store tanner hall yeah <laughs> yo, yo the, he, the other day he's like I've, right. I've never even really spoken to him but he like was in a super aggro mood and he goes can you see ids and he had just checked mine. He said it looking right at me. And yeah. he's like, and I was like, I already showed you mine. Like, I was just genuinely responding. And he's like, wasn't talking to you. It's like, well, you were looking at me. Dude, <laughs> like, dude fake Tanner Hall is super aggro. He's, all, he's on and off. He's on and off. He's on and off. He's kind of cool when you see him like at, 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 at Tiki Town. Yeah, do clock, so he's he works at Clock Tower Cellar. But if you go to Tiki Town, he's there after hours with all the security guards that hate us. And then they see us and they love us. So it's hard to get a read on these people. This is a very two-faced town, dude. when they're on the clock. Yeah, they're on the clock. They're just doing their jobs. That's what everyone says around here, dude. Sorry, man. Yo. I kick you out. You can't accept a birth certificate. Just doing my job. <laughs> what are we doing, dude? I'm going to grab a can. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, God. We, might have, to, we might have to push that to the recap. Yeah, I also I also might need a, a, a can as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're we listening can, to Mammoth can, Community can, Radio should, with Ethan Schaefer and Stephen Siska. Unless you have more, unless you have more to say on that one, I push that to the recap edit. Yeah. Well, no, topic. I mean, yeah. Well, that'll just, that's just a little teaser for the recap. All right. Well, unless we just there's run. There's a lot. There's a lot of stories. There's a lot of stories. I feel like we should run the recap tonight. We could, dude, we could just get fucking pissed. Yo. Yeah. yeah okay. Just yeah. Yeah. That's what would be the funniest. <laughs> and then we're just going off and all the cans are gone. No. No. It took them? No. No, no. You got to no, run, no, run over to the fire and grab a few. Oh, they definitely stole them all. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Bastards. Snow. So here's a little behind the scenes for everyone while we're killing time while David's grabbing just some light refreshments. Uh, we joined. So we had one camp. Are and we then, just running that tonight? No, no, no. Well, I'll just give it. Like, we'll just bleed it from one episode to the other. We had one camp and then we moved to another camp. And then we moved to a third camp. And now we're with the snowboarders. And uh, and I'm going to tell you this. It ain't easy living with them. <laughs> there are significantly more girls in their camp. But it's just... <laughs> Where do you go with that? This has nothing to do with the girls. Uh, in which I, you and I felt, just told that, everybody that their camp is sicker. No, no, no. Their camp is no. Their camp is not sicker. Our uh, location number two was the best. Location two. Location two was the best. They have more girls. They're cool guys, but um, camp. They ain't camp, bro. They ain't camp. camp If we're keeping it a buck, dude. There we go. There we go. There we go. Now we. I figured you could chop this one up, and if. Nah, we'll just we'll just bleed it in one to the other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Keep them for you. Some yellow jackets. Damn, I want to be three deep. On the air. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, this town is wild. Oh, I almost feel like we just have to do behind the scenes. We'll, we'll see what's up. We're 30 we could, minutes we in. We could get back on track yeah, if you'd yeah, like yeah. to. We'll get back on yeah. track. That could be a teaser for that or... Yeah. Cut it We're definitely that. running it right after this. <laughs> um, I can't get any higher than... So, let's see. <laughs> yeah, I've just been good. So mammoth this season, or scards, or however you want to, however you want to uh, slice it up. Who came through the season? Were there any? You know, did you notice anything going on behind the scenes? Any crews filming that haven't formally announced yet? Any big names in town that make you question why they're in town? Anything? Mm. Anything? Suspi- any suspicious activity in mammoth that you've noticed? All right, good question. I got to think about that one. Uh, to answer the first part of your question, I saw. 
uh, Cammy, Camden Williams. Mm-hmm. Their crew is working on something. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know what to expect, but they go hard, so that'll be sick. We'll save it. We'll save it. As far as mammoth whisperings, um, damn, I guess. Yeah, there, there are a few things, but I guess I also was asked not to talk about them. Ah, uh, see. Um, I'm trying to think about something. Only, bro. Whoa, yeah. all right, all right, hold on. No, no, that's fair. That's um, fair. I'm trying, I'm trying to think what is something that's like. Well, you guys had that huge share. Red Bull event. And you yeah, said that no one was allowed to watch. I guess. Yeah, tell us about the Red Bull. Tell us about the Red Bull event because Red Bull's very secretive. And, Red Bull is secretive. Yeah. And uh, an interview was recently shut down because of Red Bull. Oh, interesting. I'll tell you about that off the air. It sounds like you got some dirt for me. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> tell us about tell us about the Red Bull event. What happens when Red Bull runs through town? Uh, it's just closed off as fuck. Like, mm-hmm. okay. I mean, to be fair. Super Unknown uh, two years ago, or sorry, a year ago. Oh, and Super Unknown too. Yeah, we're talking yeah. about that. Yeah. That was definitely more closed off just because of the, the format of the event. This year was pretty loose, and a lot of people got to ride the course. It was like really good vibes. You're talking about Super Unknown or Red Bull? Yeah. Oh, so Red, Red Bull Red okay, was yeah. right after, and right. it was the complete opposite. Like, yeah. a, I heard a lot of people like weren't even allowed to like watch it yeah. um, post up and just like from the hillside. Like It was like kind of, yeah, secretive, as you said. The, yeah. What was really cool though was uh, shout out Unbound. They left the course open oh. for the public for a little bit after yeah. the weekends. That and that was, um, yeah, the big jump. Oh no 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 no! Not the one with the the, the gap, gap cut out. Yeah. yeah, that was they piled up snow so you like couldn't hit it. In any, like there's no way to hit it possibly. They just did a lot, huge liability with that gap. Uh, but there was a couple other really big features that they had set up that were really fun. And I remember being like real hyped. Not not that the uh, like jump jump cat okay not that the cat drivers that are building jumps aren't really good at like their job but it's they have a style and typically more step downy jumps higher impact um and then they supposedly flew in some like real famous park builder from i believe he works for locks i'm not actually sure i'm totally botching explanation here but some european guy yeah red bull flew in a cat driver to build the park and it was immaculate just like (sighs) You just feel how good the features were uh, the whole time, even with like all the spring chop. Yeah, and that was really sick. The, a lot of the line guys were in town too; they were throwing down on it, and yeah, that was that was just, it. Was just cool ro- rolling through a Red Bull setup. Features yeah. were stupid big. Like there was this one wall ride that I think just melted out, so no one was even hitting it. But like it was so big, like you're just standing next to it, and it's like. Who is getting on top of this thing? Yeah. <laughs> what? Dude, and speaking of that, how do those guys that – like, how does Mac go from riding a Red Bull course to, like, I'm going to go ride Corinthia for a few days when I'm back east. Like, how the like how do you even go from, like, the best design courses ever made to, like, something for the public? Riding Corinthia is a whole other Yeah, but of... I mean, just, you know what I'm yeah. saying. It's just, like, how do you go from riding the best courses ever yeah, to, like, true. rinky-dink Joe Schmo setups? I don't think it's like yeah. I think know. that I mean, you probably, that's yeah, probably why Matt, they had the craziest clips on regular setups because it's like for sure. Oh, this rail isn't a hundred feet long. Like I could just chill on yeah. it. Yeah, I could just destroy it. Just tear. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I feel like you asked that kind of as a rhetorical question, but also yeah, like so, yeah. shout out Mac for like pulling up yeah. to any park and then just like yeah, dude, Max throwing the, down on Max. It. The truth, dude. Yeah. But um, okay. Red Bull was insane, and then I'm glad you brought up Super Unknown because I wouldn't have brought up on my own. That's uh, 
what a year for Super Unknown. I mean, like, talk about seeing all your icons in, like, a star-studded cast. That's, like... Yeah. <laughs> that's a star-studded as watching, watching your icons see their icons. Yes, yes, That dude. was cool. Talk about the talk about the Keegan story of him being, like, the last oh, one of the day. I forgot that's, I told you about yeah, that. Yeah, that's a great that's a great ski story. Yeah, yeah it was uh, towards the end of one of the... So the park was open until 6 o'clock for us. Uh, I was over at Chair 4, South, like, where South Park usually is, top to bottom, awesome features, and uh, the bottom jump was this big old like tabletop kind of BMX style jump. You could hit it as a like a hip or just send it to the like bottom of the actual landing. And uh, Keegan was chucking a dub ten on it and ba- like almost getting it every time, like barely washing out, but just like not quite what he wanted, I guess. And he, I don't know, less than like ten minutes left in the day. And a bunch of like big dogs, just like Tanner Rainville, I think Parker, Chris, a bunch of other heads were like, we're not done watching. <laughs> and they're just like kicking it, hanging out. Like Keegan just kind of like, oh shit, I really got to get this. Like the big dogs are chirping. And then sure enough, just stomped it. Like golden hour, a couple minutes left in the day. Everyone's pretty much already packed up. And it was like just really sick energy to witness. So yeah, dude, the people living in Mammoth, there's no wonder you're discussing moving out of Mammoth because it's like there, there's no topping this season. This is like the season that you live for, and then after that you just leave because it's like, all right, well, there's nothing that's ever going to compare to a season where you're buried the whole year, like literally house is buried, and then there's events coming to town where it's like, oh, this is every pro that I've ever loved is here. Yeah. Perfect. Like this is <laughs> That's definitely not like why I'm moving, but it, yeah. it, it is making it a lot easier thinking about mm-hmm. like a big change in my life. So Yeah. yeah. You wanna talk about moving a little bit? Do you guys know he's moving? No. I'd know? rather just drink another PBR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dave is just uh San Diego. Yeah, it's looking like it. Um love Mammoth, but it's just time for a change of pace with like where I live full time. Yeah. Um gonna stay alive? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Um, hope I mean like every place I've ever moved has been like thinking about professional opportunities has obviously got to be on the radar. So I'm yeah. not I'm not moving down there and like stepping away from scards by any means. Yeah, um, just got to take a different direction and like hopefully it'll bring only good things to scards and borders. So. Well, this is great too because when we first ever spoke on the record, it was like I just moved out to Mammoth, and so and now it's like yeah. you're, you've kind of completed the the Mammoth ski bomb life cycle. So looking back, would you recommend moving to Mammoth for someone? You know, like Hell, if you were talking back to yourself, yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah. Mammoth is so awesome, like beautiful, long season. You live in the middle of nowhere, but you learn to love it, and. Uh, yeah, I have, I have zero regrets. I'm so glad with how everything worked out. So Yeah, dude. That's so awesome to hear. It's really like, you guys are in the middle of nowhere. Like, straight up. Yeah, Mammoth is, is an island. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And that's bre- it breeds some craziness. I sent a very funny text to David. A few yeah, when I fully so got stoked, like, 24, 48 hours into town. Maybe a little longer than that. Like, yeah. you were just loving it at first and, yeah. like, not that you're not loving it any less now, but you've come to realize, like, oh, this is what it must be like living here. Yeah, the second you scratch, like, the, fr- the scratch the surface even a little bit, you're like, oh, this is like, 
there's some weirdos here. Yeah. <laughs> like some real weirdos. Like we are normal compared to some of the population. I think I think a lot of ski towns if you spend enough time in them for long enough like you'll you'll find that. Um and yeah, yeah these boys have been here long enough to find that out. Yes, yes, dude. <laughs> yep. Yes. <laughs> and I also think a contributing factor to the weirdness is that Los Angeles is so close, and I'm of the opinion that Los Angeles is full of just the weirdest people that maybe have ever lived. Just these creatures that... that <laughs> uh, an interesting analysis of LA, but yeah, I'm just, not going to uh, deny it. Yeah, like there's some really cool people that live there, and there's some really not cool people that live there. And like that culture bleeds into mammoth for sure. And it's just like, oh, it's just like, oh, like you're a full-grown adult, and like you're just living at your parents' crib in mammoth? Just partying with us, all right, <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's <laughs> the least of like the weird shit that's you're like gonna the, find that's here. Like the honestly, least weird person you'll meet here is yeah. someone that's Ethan's keeping talk- it very PG thirteen. Yeah. yeah, dude. And we could talk about the show oh, and the the shaman that we met. Uh, like, yeah, save it, save it. yeah, we'll save it. I'm like I'm like getting texts from Ethan <laughs> and then like screenshotting them, sending them to a group of friends that like either live here year round or have spent like enough like seasons here where they like fully get it yeah and they're just like dying because like either it's just like wow that's so fitting or they're like wow i actually know who that is yeah, yeah or like that's yeah like i've also run into this person yeah. in this situation like yeah dude there's some people that will read you some poetry under candlelight yeah, there's yep. some, we got some stuff to talk about. Dude. We got some <laughs> stuff to talk about. I don't know if we can talk about it all. But dude, this um, episode is just all mammoth recap with a little sprinkle of scards on it. it. Yeah, <laughs> I just got the scards website pulled up in front of me. I'm just trying to. We're trying to keep it on the rails, man. Word, but it's word. just too much. It's, we can be a little more focused for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we're in the RV, dude. We're literally. I see. I literally see a bonfire out there and a whole bunch of people sitting around it. Um. Getting back on track. Let's talk about this, actually. This is something that came up in camp the other day. We were watching a Kit Chat bars the other day, and your logo is just right up in the corner, like a full-on endorsement of Scards. Yeah. AO Kit Chat bars, and then Scards, like <laughs> right there, front and center. Thoughts on that? Um, Miscommunication, perhaps. Yeah, no. Well, formal well, everything, everything is everything is Gucci now. Yeah. Um, shout out Ryan for letting me know what that looked like with like from an outside perspective, and then also shout out Chris and Killa. Yeah. For uh, just being a very reasonable person to work with, so long as you just keep it mellow. Um, yeah, basically, dude. yeah. Basically, like. He hit me up and was asking me if he could use the Scards logo and like hand out Scards um, on KitChat bars, and I think that KitChat bars is fucking dope. It's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Um, Interviewing the ski yeah, community. Yeah, it's, it's great. Very and yeah. uh, understandable. Thing whether or not like I agree with Chris's views or not, I like as far as running Scards goes, um, I support KitChat bars. So yeah, I was like, absolutely, dude. Also, Chris's an avid scards collector and has done a bunch of art pieces for scards. Um, and I think that at some point we'll hopefully get like maybe a top sheet, like talented, talented artists for sure. So yeah. Yeah. Um, biases aside, I was like, yeah, hand out scards on Kitchat. That's cool. It's getting into the hands of ski enthusiasts and people like in the park community. Yeah. And yeah. So 
I guess there was a miscommunication there. Um, yeah. If anyone has any questions, you can DM me. <laughs> Not endorsing any views one way or the other, but yeah. Yeah. Honestly, KitChat bars is kind of a cool idea. It is. Yeah. I'm going to be completely honest. We were talking about this the other day with Max, who stopped by camp for a little bit, and he was one of the original hosts of KitChat bars. And it reminds me of these, I don't know if you guys have seen these videos, but this guy like went on the streets of New York in like, the 70s and 80s and was just like, hey, you're a normal person. What do you think of this? And then so in, in the year 2023, you get to watch these videos from 50, you know, 40, 50 years ago. And it's like, oh, that's what like normal people, like not people of any influence at all, thought about these topics. And yeah. honestly, you know, Kit Chat, uh, that's a very generous interpretation of what that will t- turn into because there's, there's a comedic element and like a host – the host has a stronger presence than the one I saw. But basically, it's like you're going to look back at Kit Chat in however many years and be like, oh, this is like generally what people were talking about at the time, you know? Yeah. Like this was humor For sure. to some people. He's, at he's, the time. he's documenting free skiing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, love it. Who doesn't love it, dude? Yeah. That's the community right there. For sure. Yeah. And, uh,. Well, we leave it at that. I just I knew that people were wondering about it. So yeah, I no, if, like there, I could yeah. totally see. I guess I'll just not beat around the bush. Um, yeah. A lot of people do not agree with yeah. Chris's political views. I am one of them. I, I disagree with a lot of his political views. That being said, I respect for Chris for what he contributes to the ski community. Um, sometimes it could be perceived as hateful and misguiding. Um, <laughs> not going to talk about that any more than that statement. But yeah, Scards and KitChat are on good terms i am on good terms with chris i just maybe don't agree with his political views he probably doesn't agree with mine whatever and that's like, fine yeah it's fine you guys, can, you guys can have a project where you collaborate with yeah, each other yeah i'm just trying to keep it fun and lighthearted and yeah. skiing so yeah, okay yeah, yeah. so that addresses that because we noticed it we noticed it um what do you think the most this is completely changing topics yeah, so it's raining a little bit at camp right now, so perhaps we will run this recap episode. Definitely left my windows open, too. For <laughs> What do you think the highest price a private sale of a scarred has gone for? Dude, I have do no you know? idea. Do you I know? think, Ethan, you know way more about the black market scarred. We got some black market scarred deals yeah. going on, I must say this. Other than these three kids from Baldy that are yeah. just, like, mad enthusiastic yeah. and, yeah. Yeah. Um, How much, though, do you think one card has gone for? Oh, like a man. singular, a singular card. Not signed card. or anything. Just a sing, just I don't the know because they couldn't get their hands on it. Damn! If I had to guess, yeah, the transaction was not made with American currency. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, like or saying, any or any like government a, currency. Yeah, you're saying like a barter system. Oh, I'm talking like a trading system. Yeah, yeah. A trading system. No, we're talking secondary cold, means hard secondary cash, means of payment. Yeah, no, I'm sure um, some of those deals have gone down. Yeah, yeah. We have right. firsthand. We have a firsthand account. No of way. a deal for an Olivia Aslan card. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez Louise. <laughs> Should we say the dollar amount? $20 for a singular card Ryan was able to garner. For an Olivia Aslan card? <laughs> yes. yes. Not not saying anything about her or her card, but just the fact that it was a singular card. I need to hear the details about this off the air. Or perhaps, <laughs> on, or perhaps on the air, Ryan. Would you like to tell the story? Yeah, yeah. You, you tell. So me. this kid DM me. Hold it. Like, hold up by your channel. This kid DM me a couple months ago, actually, about this, and just he. I like. I think I just posted some scards, shouting it out, because I fuck with scards and I fuck with you, David. And he like hit me up, and he was just like, "Yo, do you got an Olivia card?" And I was like, 
I was actually away from my RV, so I didn't know. And I was like, oh, I definitely, because like I have a bunch of the cards. And I got back and I realized I didn't have it. But he was like, yo, like if you have it, like 20 bucks, like for li- like literally a week straight. He's like, are you back yet? Like, do you have it? Do you what? have it? Yeah, straight yo. up, straight up. And I, we were over at your house the other day and we were, I was going through the box and I saw all these cards and I saw hers. And I was like, yo. All he's seen is dollar signs. <laughs> dollar signs. I'm a ski bum. I'm sorry. Some, I'm yeah. sorry. Some I'm sorry. people are I'm flying fine. Levi's to third world countries to to sling them and make make a couple bucks. Yes, yes. I I've paid for some packs. I support David a lot. Yes. But I was just like, yo, I, I see this card. I was like, sick, twenty bucks. So I I went through my DMs. <laughs> it actually God. took me a little bit, and I found the messages. I was like, yo, you still want that? <laughs> He was like, definitely, man. It was so funny. Yeah, you Venmoed me before. I, like, I was just like, yo, I got it. So I'll you mail it to you. Him? Haven't yet. <laughs> I told him it was going to be there last Friday. <laughs> Ryan has had the, the packed and stamped envelope and address and everything sitting on his dashboard for at least like 10 days now. And like we go to the center of town every day. Every day we pass by. Man, man it takes like all of like maybe five minutes to drive through yeah like yeah. oh yeah and if anybody, anybody doesn't know about mammoth okay ryan continue the story before we talk about mammoth <laughs> no no it was cool because i told him i'd send it to him and i was just like because i told ethan about this whole story so i was just like he was like oh i wonder why he's so obsessed with olivia or whatnot and i was just like so when i told him i mailed it to him i was just like curious why do you want it so bad and he's just like i just thought she's like a really really good skier and I don't have a scarred, so I wanted one. And I was like, sick. I was like, I'll throw one of mine in there for you. He's like, what? You have a scarred? Like, that's sick. So those are his first two scarreds. Hell yeah. When they get to him. <laughs> Which will be a while from now at the rate that no, it's going. Even tomorrow morning. Yeah, Ryan's leaving Shout tomorrow Shout out morning. Olivia, the dub nine genie at the Olympics yeah, she's was dope. wild. She she's super dope. I was rooting for you. I grabbed the card for myself. I'll add some, I'll add some uh, commentary. Her card could be better. Her card Yo, could be better. the Her photo... Photo was not too good, and then also the uh, former printing company just kind of botched that that set of prints. But hey, that means that it's time for a rebate. You know, you could always run it back. Yes, sir. Could always run it back. We're getting to like the we're almost at an hour. Damn. Let's talk about the future of scards. Any big ideas? Because I always I love having ideas for scards, dude. I'm talk. Every time I see a tops like tops baseball cards do anything. I'm, I'm going to say it on the record right now in case David does it. I want him to do the jersey the jersey cards where it's like, hey, this bib was worn in the Olympics. Dude, we, here's like definitely a one, said this in the last yeah, episode. Here's a one-by-one one centimeter thing of like that jersey, and you could touch it, and it's like, I don't know. Dude, a, Coles, uh, like a card signed by Mac or Colby or A-Hall. Like just yeah. boom, like. like. Yo, I got the, got the Ed Joy sent over like a PNG of his tag. Okay. Put that yeah, on his that card. Was I was hyped on that. Yeah, that was an ill card. That yeah. that see that that one stands out Ooh, quite a also, bit. Also, real quick anecdote, just because. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Shout out people like anyone in the ski community who like kind of works graffiti into it. Inspired pack meant a lot to me because I first time I ever sketched any graffiti was for the Education of Style movie cover or like the yeah whatever the cover for the DVD that yeah. they made. It was like write the education of style and graffiti and whoever like does it the best that's going to be on the cover of this film and uh i had never sketched any graffiti before that and that was the first time and like since then i've gotten really into that that's kind of like one of my creative outlets just put on some like new york 90s rap and hip-hop vibe out just sketch graffiti yeah yeah that's tight dude yeah that edgeroy card it's sick 
It's very sick. It's not actually it's not signed. A jersey. It's not a jersey. It's not actually signed. <laughs> it's not a jersey. I have three cards signed now. And I told them it was for the studio, but it's as much for the studio as it is myself. We got the Tom Wallace card, we got the Tanner Hall card, and we've got the oh, Foster Meeks card. We should have had Annabelle open that pack. But we also uh, yeah. we also what got we the did. homie signing their cards. If you have a friend that's on a scarred, have them sign it, regardless of you, uh, regardless of the level of their influence that you that you perceive. Like it's having cool. your friend sign a scarred that they're on is cool. is cool and funny and like a mind freak moment. And uh, yeah, someone said something recently on Instagram. It was like collecting my friends as scarred or collecting my friends as trading. Dude, cards. I know I Ryan like, Barrick. Ryan Barrick, right here, that young ski bum. He's a big offender of. You're my buddy. <laughs> You're my buddy. Let me get your autograph. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, all right. Future vision of scards. Let's get this. Let's get this done. Future vision. Right, what we got planned? What's What's in the works? Are we expanding to skateboarding? What are we doing, brother? All right. Um, I'll give you an elevator pitch. I'm trying to get scards in every gift shop at every ski mountain. Like next to the hand warmers, next to the chapstick. Sunbomb's gonna be fighting me for counter space. Yes, brother. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's going to hit the... No, I, mean, I don't know. I'm just trying to like <laughs> really, really make a commercial that. here and I'm just yeah. sounding stupid. Okay. Yeah. No, it's nah, in all... Yeah, in all seriousness, um, I really would like to just get them in front of more people because the people who do see them are stoked on them and it's a really fun project. I feel like it at sometimes can be a little stressful just because it like feels like more of a business now than it did when I first started it, but it's, it's fun. And... Uh, would love to get it into also more shops. Um, have had like D-Structure and a shop up at Whistler, uh, a couple others. Also, shout out the shops that have put um, Borders on, Darkside, and um, a couple other. God, I'm like rambling right now. Point is, Windell sold a bunch. Bang. Kids were, yeah, kids were super stoked on every card. Like, they'd open up a pack and like, Someone who I would have been super hyped on didn't really mean so much to them, but then they were really stoked on their coach, like Jake Ricky from Breck. You know, some Breck kids are at Windows for the summer, and it's like, hell yeah, like there's a scarred for everyone. This is what makes trading so cool. And uh, get, them in, get them in the hands of more kids, get them in the hands of just like the community, and then ultimately make it a platform for companies to like promote their own stuff. So I've been putting the logos uh for like whatever company the the riders currently riding for so that also kind of dates the card you know like if you make like another siever vol card he might not be on tavoot anymore or something or exactly like, yeah if i had made a siever card a few years ago you know he'd be on on 3p or something so like yeah. in the same way like you have like i don't know like a baseball card from someone who was like at one point on the yankees now on whatever yeah, they're on a new Marlins team or something. new team yeah, different era of yeah. their career yeah so that'll be sick and would love for it to be in front of enough people that the companies have incentive to be like, yeah, we're going to put a 10% discount code for our like line that's dropping in a, in a month or something like, yeah. or I don't know, let's say keep it a little smaller. What if it was just like gibberish early access to a drop? Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. It, it, you could go so many different directions with this. Um, get a free beanie with your checkout on black Friday. Like who, you know? Yeah. So, I just wanted to have at some point, I wanted to have the same influence as baseball cards where it's like, yo, you have the Steven Siska rookie card. 
<laughs> I'll pay you a hundred grand for it right now, brother, and put it in a safe. You know, I don't know how you integrate that because there's not clear. I mean, there are clear seasons, but it's like unless you're a comp rider, there's not like really a rookie season. But uh, that's something for you to figure out and not me, which yeah. <laughs> I'm thankful for. You know, you got a lot of different ways you could go, and we're going to keep on doing these check-ins. And uh, last question of the interview. Is David getting rich off of Scards? I personally am not getting rich. Is Scards <laughs> doing better than it was the last time we spoke? Hell yeah. Not by a lot, but we having fun and like – any penny that comes my way is going right back into scards and yeah, spreading the love. Yeah. David's a normal individual, loves skiing, has a f- regular job just like everybody else. So every every single ounce of effort you see put into scards is for the love of the community. Similar to this podcast, honestly. I love I love that we have parallel, you know, we started at the same time, we're still going. Yeah. No one's getting rich off of this shit, dude. <laughs> at all. This is yeah, d- d- dude, David is a dope skier. The first day we saw it, we pulled up here, we saw him riding. We didn't know what his kit was. We were like, God damn, who is that kid? And then he's like, hey, what's up, guys? It's yeah, let like, it oh, be known David. there were no jumps in the park at the time, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like we sick. Saw, I don't we know saw him to... the rails, to be fair. Um, but yeah, dude, love you. You want to you wanna plug anything before you go? Any any upcoming packs we could look out for? Or is it kind of the end of the season? You know? nah, nothing, nothing like super locked in. I'll let it be a surprise. Um, thanks again for having me on the show, Ethan. This is the third time we're checking in. Yeah. So that's that's sweet. Um, hyped everyone pulled up to Mammoth. It's been super fun. Summertime's always a blast here. This one's memorable for sure. Uh, what else? Scarred stuff. Thanks, everyone, for supporting. Um, oh, I got one more question for you. Okay. Are you any closer to locking down at Scards on Instagram? No. <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah, definitely not. Um, I even have Scards trademarked, and I can't get it. And Instagram doesn't care. So if anyone has any insider like pointers on getting the blue check on Instagram... Not that I really care too Not much, even the blue but... check. Just getting the, the username at Scards. Whoever on earth owns that username. True, true. Assassinate them. Steal their phone. Whatever you got to <laughs> do. Assassinate them in it. Minecraft. Whatever, you know. This is all fake. This is all, you know. But Wait. whatever you can do to get that, that handle, if you got to report them for a fake issue, perhaps, <laughs> do it. Because we're sick of this. We're sick of this, dude. This is the third interview in a row where we don't have at Scards. We don't have at Scards. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, All right, uh, Ryan, you want to take the Polaroid? Maybe we could take the Polaroid to end the episode, and that, and then everyone can see it on the YouTube thumbnail. Oh, oh lord! Get my dogs out of the way. Yeah, dude, David's got some gnarly dogs. Oh, and I got, I got hair. Cisco, let me put on your hat. You have a beautiful hat, <laughs> very iconic. Oh yes. Real quick before we take the Polaroid, last few words. I know we're sitting here laughing, uh, kicking it in Ryan's RV. Thanks Good. for hosting us. Yes. And uh, and Ryan for and sorry and Steven for being a great witness. But um, ultimately, yeah, we are we are shooting the shit. But I do take I do take scars really seriously, and I do really want to get into every shop and uh, keep on supporting. Much love. Everyone at Windells who's been copping packs, go tell uh, anyone at your local Woodward that you should keep them there too. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Much love. Yeah. If you have, if you're, if you own a shop, if your dad owns a shop, if your uncle owns a shop, aunt, grandma, sister, whatever, neighbor, neighbor <laughs> best friends, best friends, cousins, you know, niece, 
hit up David because let's make this happen by the next oh, episode. Oh, and I, I know she's going to listen too. Mom, thank you for proofreading the cards. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Major shout out on let's, that. Let's yeah. take the photo. Ready? Three, two, one. Bang. Word up. History. All right.